Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas. Dot myshopify.com Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, a.k.a. Friends and Fatherless Daughters on Instagram. And I believe that everyone can live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Let's deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Again, this is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host. If you not have, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our uh to our podcast on YouTube and on our different um, platforms, you know, make sure you share, like, share, comment, all of that good stuff. But we are here, and today, just like any other day, we are blessed with a guest. And tonight, I am here with my very own brother, Javon Wood. And how are you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm doing well, King. Love the tagline, Dale Hill Fulfill, man. That's that's dope. Thank you, thank you, man. You know, we on we on this mission, man, and 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 I'm glad. Uh, that you're on the same mission from my understanding. So first of all, before we jump into it, let me say thank you uh, for taking out your time to be on the show, uh, to be on the podcast and to share with my listeners because you could be doing anything else. So I'm grateful that you took out the time to be here with me. So I want to say thanks just starting off. Yeah, my pleasure, King. My pleasure, man. And thank you for having me on the platform and creating such a space where we can talk about these important issues. Yeah, I'm, you know, just trying to do, just trying to do my part, man. Just trying to do my part. So, hey, Javon, so we're going to jump right in it. So first thing I want you to do, introduce yourself to my listeners and tell us what it is exactly that you do. 
Yes, sir. My pleasure. So I'm Javon Wooden, as Ernest stated. Um, I am the founder of Live Not Low, where we do mindset and perception coaching. We are. I'm an author of Own Your Kingdom and also co-author of a book called All Gas, No Breaks. Um, I'm a speaker, and really uh, my, my whole purpose is to help high achievers overcome limiting beliefs and design a life they don't need a vacation from. Um, my my sole purpose is that because I was that person, right? I suffer from, still suffer from PTSD, depression, and anxiety uh, from my time in the military mostly, but also my traumatic upbringing. So I know there's a lot of people who experience that. Actually, 85% of the people in the world have suffered with low self-esteem at some point in their life. So I'm here to change that, brother. Man, first of all, uh, let me say thank you for your service. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Um, but let's go back a little my pleasure, bit. My uh, pleasure. Yeah, let's go back real quick because uh, um, my thing is I, I know that uh, with myself included, a lot of people that are in the space of coaching and mm -hmm. mentorship, we do so from a, a place of experience. You know, right. from, because there was something that happens to us or something we experience or witness in our lives that made us say, OK, I want to make a difference in the lives of the people that I come in contact with or the people that's coming after me. So as, as much as you're willing to share, what was one of the things at least that happened in your life from your experience that made you say, you know what, I want to make a difference in the lives of, of the people that I come in contact with? Yeah, 100%, man. That's a great question. And I think there's, um, I mean, first and foremost, it started when I was about 17. Um, I was facing seven years in prison for an assault and robbery charge. Um, and, you know, just having my mom and my sister visit me on that time while I was away in trial and just seeing the pain on their face that I had caused and not even knowing that I was causing that, you know, because I felt like my life was, I didn't have any value, right? So I was just doing what I needed to for that quick buck, you know, doing what I needed to because I was at the level of my environment. I wasn't playing where I was now, right? I didn't understand the power of that we all have within ourselves by sharing our gifts, right? So when you feel that way, when you're in that scarcity mindset, you don't even understand that there's a, a bigger world out there. You just play to where you are. Um, and that's what I was doing. And that really was my turning point was at 17. Uh, when God put me in that cell, he told me to sit my butt down. <laughs> he was like, yo, chill, because this isn't the path that I wrote for you, right? And he was like, you have the power to write your own story, but you need to see that before you go down this path. So he sat me down. And after the visit with my mom and my sister, I went up to my cell that night and I was like, yo, I was just praying like, man, you know what? I see now. I see now that this ain't even me. Like this ain't even my life. Like I don't even want to be a gangster. I don't want to be a thug. I don't want to be none of that. Right. I just want to live. I was in survival mode, man. And so many of us go through that. And that was my turning point. You know, of course, like after getting out by the grace of God, um, you know, because pretty much the, the victims never showed. And that's what got me out. Right. Um, but after that, like I started just working towards, you know, a better life. And I started learning along the way, you know, journey, going through the military, you know, going through things within the military, suffering from PTSD and all these other things and just getting that experience. Right. Life experience um, and, and being able to transform that that pain, so to speak, in the purpose, as they say, right? I really, you know, that's what it is, but I don't like using that saying because it's more than that. Um, but that's what really made me want to go, hey, I want to be a coach. 
I want to impact people. I want people to know it's not really where you started or, you know, where you are right now. It's where you're going, right? And we still have that power, no matter how dire it looks, no matter how bleak it seems, we still have power. Like, if we wake up each day, that next day, that next minute, that next moment is a time where you could change the trajectory of your life. Man, I want to I wanna, um, ask you something. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned about um, suffering from P- PTSD, because I, mm-hmm. I've never heard, I've never had anyone on uh, mm-hmm. so far um, that has, has suffered with it. So if, if you can explain to me and, and the listeners, just like what, what actually is that and what is the effects that it has on a, on a person? Right, for sure. Um, well, one is, is the, the acronym stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's not just for people who've gone through the military, right? Anyone who's gone through a traumatic experience, that's child abuse, sexual abuse, um, you know, being yelled at, being denigrated, whatever it is, um, emotional abuse, that can cause post-traumatic stress disorder. And what it is, is um, there's a book called Your Body Keeps Score that talks about this and, and really um, speaks about it very well. And it just talks about how post-traumatic stress disorder is when your body is reacting to whatever trauma you've gone through, right? You may not necessarily consciously be dealing with it, but subconsciously there are things, there are triggers, there are uh, memory uh, things, there are flashes, there are all these things that can take you back into that time, right? So you're still in this state of awareness, hypervigilance, as they call it for me. Right. You're still in that state. So you could be going to sleep and you'll have nightmares or flashbacks that of you being in whatever moment or however else your body uh, transposes it. Um, and that's what happens in post-traumatic stress disorder. So you may be, you know, someone does something specific. Right. Like for me, if a car backfires or something like that, it may trigger me to want, think I'm in the fight. Right. Or it may trigger me to think there's an explosion or whatever the case may be, you know, or certain sounds, certain smells, certain um, settings, all those things. So it's really different for certain people, but that's really it in a nutshell. Okay. All right. So another thing that I want to, I want to touch on is uh, that you said you, you also battle with depression, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I often talk about my, my battle with depression that I, I went through um, that even led to me, uh, contemplating suicide at one yeah. time, you know, when I was going through uh, this time period, you know, I was going through a couple of things uh, at that time. But then the one thing that kind of put the put the top on it was when my mom passed away, you know. And so in that time period, I was I was going through a lot of things. So I'm very vocal about it um, because, you know, when you think about uh, depression and especially suicide or uh, myself, how I used to think about it, you know, mm-hmm. is like, uh, you know, suicide was sort of like the, the coward's way out. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't want to deal with it. I'm just going to take my own life. Um, but after dealing with it and being in that space myself, I understand that it is not the coward's way out, but it's, it's when you're under so much pressure, you know, whether it be uh, emotionally or, or whatever, that you can't see any way out. You know, you can't see another way to relieve yourself, you know, of this burden that you have. And, um, you know, I was blessed to be able to come out of that. But again, so with my with my experience, 
uh, with depression and that I'm very vocal about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I have someone on who, who also, especially in our case, you know, two, two men, two black men at this, you know, who can stand up and admit, yeah, I dealt with this. You know, I always ask, you know, to elaborate a little more just so that we can uh, connect with the other men who may be going through it in silence. You know what I mean, and just to let sure. them know that, yeah, it, number one, it, it's not, it's not this mythical thing that you know that can't touch us. We all of us can be touched by it, you know, and it's, it's it's just a, you know, the right timing at the right space with the right amount of pressure. You know what I'm saying, and you know, especially now with the pandemic, we already have a, a boatload of stuff that's already on our back. You know, and so it, it can happen to anybody. So if you don't mind, you know, just talking a little bit about, you know, your experience with depression and, and kind of what helped you to kind of get out of it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm gonna come close to this one, man. I, I gotta come close because this is a this is a, a a very pointed topic. This is very important. Um, and first and foremost, if you have suicidal ideations or feel that way or know someone, make sure you call the suicide hotline um, just to get help, man, instantly. You know, I just want to put that out there. But uh, for me, you know, I had suicidal ideations as well. Um, and I had that came to a head in 2017. And I had just came back from deployment, maybe like six, six months after I came home, six to eight months. Uh, and it, it just hit me. Right? It just hit me. And I was like, one, I didn't know my purpose. Right. I came home. It's hard to reintegrate sometimes. And I just did not enjoy anything. And that's one of the telltale signs if you're depressed. Right. Things you used to enjoy, people you used to enjoy speaking with, you do not want to deal with anything. It takes everything in you to get out of that bed um, to do some of the things. Or you may be the opposite like I was. I was just wanted to be, remain busy. Right. I was just doing things like just to remain busy. Mm -hmm. You know, your spending habits may change. There's a lot of telltale signs about depression. Um, so one of the things I always tell men, especially, is that vulnerability is a strength. Right. Being able to say, I'm not okay, you know, having those people you talk to. And if you don't have those people, even if you do seek therapy, you know, and seek some unbiased opinions, because that is a key for you to go ahead and move forward. Because when you're in it, right, your problems feel final. It feels like you're never going to escape it, right? I call it the abyss, right? It feels like you're in the abyss. It feels like you're in a deep, dark hole. And no matter how far you reach, you can never reach out of it. Right. So what we need to do in order to reach is we need to yell. You need to yell for help. And that's the key. We need to say, like, hey, I'm not good. I need someone to help pull me out of this. I need someone to have the strength that I do not have right now. And that's OK. That is fine. And that's why people like yourself and me are building communities where we can share that, where people have that space to go ahead and share that they're not okay and why without judgment or guilt. Um, it's very important for us to go ahead and find those, even if you feel fine. Right? You don't know what trauma you are hiding and how that is manifesting within your life. That's just, I'm going to keep it all the way real on that. Like You do not know because a lot of us feel like the trauma and how it manifests is normal. It becomes mm -hmm. a normalcy for you. Right. It becomes normal to go ahead and have these toxic relationships. 
It becomes normal to get upset at the slightest thing. It becomes normal to retract and and, and uh, shrink yourself when you're in, in groups. You know, it becomes normal to feel away when you're in crowds, right? So that's what we need to pay attention to. Those, your body really tells you what's going on. So if you say I'm fine in my mind, but in your in your in your gut and your heart of hearts, you're like you know I feel like prickly all over. I feel like I'm retracted. I feel these butterflies. Whatever it is, you're physically going to react to whatever is causing the trauma, whatever triggered it, and all those other things. So pay attention to yourself. Don't be like y'all. I'm good. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. That is not strength. That is actually a sign of someone who has um, maybe self-esteem issues. Maybe they have, um, oh, someone has told them something in their past and they hold on to that as law. What I'm telling you right now is not. The best thing you can do is share your feelings. Talk about it. Be emotionally intelligent with yourself and with others. Uh, and that's that's the key. That's the key to healing properly. Because it's an ongoing journey, right? You don't just get over depression, PTSD, anxiety, all these things. You don't. Right. It's a it's something that you have to consciously have the proper copingisms to, to operate with. It's something that you have to decide that you will not let it write your story, that you will write the story for yourself. And it's something that you have to go ahead and speak about so you can feel better about the situation and whatever's going on. Yeah, and, and definitely I, I I agree with you that that's that's the main thing. And that's why I wanted you to, you know, to elaborate on a little bit more mm-hmm. is us speaking up about it. You know what I mean? Because especially as men, you know, we have our, our pride. We have this, mm-hmm. this pride that is taught to us to have, uh, and this false definition, like you said, of, of what strength is, you know, with not showing your emotions and, and holding everything in, you know, to our own detriment. And it's like, nah, right. bro, we, we're in a different space now. It's, it's okay to be open. It's okay to show your emotion. It's okay to admit that something ain't right. You know what I mean? And, and you have to have those. Uh, we have to have those, definitely those safe spaces. And it starts with just, you know, two guys saying it's okay. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or one guy telling the other guy that, that it's okay. You know, and start from there to build those spaces where it's, it's okay for us to not be okay. You know right. what I mean? And, and not be thought less of a man because you are strong enough to admit it. And that's really what the strength is. The strength is not acting like you got it all together, but being strong enough to admit that you don't get it all together. And exactly. to ask help in the, in the areas where you do need help, to ask for mentoring or you know whatever it is in those areas to seek out the help that you need. That's really when you get your strength. And that really what shows the strength, not necessarily hiding from it. And you, you hit on one thing that I wanted to come back to um, that I agree with you on, which is the importance of being able to be vulnerable, you know, to being able to to uh, let down your your guards and just be open, and and that transcends just not just from men, you know, but just in in life in general and people that we come in contact with, um, sure. who may be going through different, you know, different emotions, different situations, dealing with different traumas, and we're so guarded that we don't want somebody to look at us a certain way or we feel like somebody going to feel some a certain way about it so we put up these walls and these boundaries you know to protect ourselves and and I always say it's it's the uh it's the the golden the golden gate mentality right 
So the person on the outside of the gate is looking at the golden gate and the mansion on the other side. And it's like, man, it show be good if I could get mm. in there and live this life that's all, you know, glamorous. But the person on the inside of the golden gate and said, man, I really feel good if I could get out on the other side and be free. You know what I'm right. saying? So we got to not build these. Uh, I heard somebody say, stop building walls and start building gates so that you can open it and let in what needs to be let in and let out mm. what needs to be let out. You know, and I agree with that a hundred percent. So, if you want to touch on that a little bit more, just that that power of, of being able to be vulnerable, and what what does that really look like? You know, not just in a man's experience, but just in an overall experience. You know, with people. For sure, and I like that analogy as well. You know, building gates um, so you can open it um, and let in what needs to be let in. That's that's pretty awesome. I like that. That's the first time I heard that one. Um, but yeah, when it comes to <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dope, bro. It's dope, man. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, but when you talk about vulnerability, you know, vulnerability is something that it, it starts where you are. You have to start where you are. You're not just going to just jump out and be like, hey, everyone, guess what? You know, it's going to be more so you're going to take a step by step. So that way you're building that. You step out of your comfort zone a little bit each time. It's just like life. You know, when you're going for something, you step out of your comfort zone so you can grow. And when it comes to vulnerability, you know, you find someone you can share whatever what you, you need to say. You, you know, someone you feel comfortable with, you share that. If you don't have that, then you go to your therapist, you know, vice versa, whatever the case may be. But you need to start somewhere. Right? You cannot hold up and pin up whatever you're feeling. Um, and a lot of us, you know, we were told that, like, especially men, we were told, like, suck it up. We were stuck, pushed through. We were told, like, you know, whatever, this, this too shall pass. All these sayings, well, that's not how it works. If you never deal with it head on, it's still there. Right? You cannot just, oh, I, I went through this red light, and now, you know, that cop going to come and get you, right? That's right, how right. vulnerability is. That's how life is, right? When you go through a traumatic experience and you try to breeze through it like it never happened, that sits in the back of your mind. And it manifests itself, whether it's how your relationships go, whether it's how you feel about yourself and perceive yourself, whatever the case may be, you know, that's that's what happens. So we really have to take a time to just sit down and look and introspect. Think about how we feel internally. Who am I for real is a question that a lot mm. of us never ask. And then right. once you say that, once you ask yourself that, now you can say, okay, where is my gates, as you put it? Like, where is my where's my walls that I can turn into gates? Let's go with that analogy, right? Where is the wall that I can build a gate so I can let what I need to let in? So I can let the love in and not block that. So I cannot be that person that when love, you know, starts coming, someone gets too close or I start pushing them away and doing things, right? So that's how it manifested in me, right? I, I, that's what I did so I can relate to that. So what I need to do is be like, yo, this is what's happening. This is why I am not communicating properly. This is why I keep trying to push you away, whatever case may be, because I started noticing the pattern. And that's what people need to do. Notice your patterns. We all have it when we're, when we're not being vulnerable, right? Whether you close off and people get a little too close, you start retracting, whatever the case may be. So pay attention to you. Pay attention to what you do in certain situations and mark what situation it is, how you react. Right. That situation is your trigger. So now once you know your trigger and how you react, now you can find out how you need to respond. So now you can consciously say, because a lot of this is subconscious, 
you can consciously state, hey, I'm not going to retract this time. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to go closer to this person. I'm going to allow them to go in. I'm going to build that gate, right? So these are the things you want to do. You know, it really starts with you, starts with you paying attention and not just allowing things to happen out of habit, right? We want to take that negative habit, whatever it is when it comes to you lacking vulnerability and transform it and put it in a place of a positive habit where you are showing vulnerability. So that could be communicating and stating, I'm not comfortable, but this is what I'm going to do, right? Whatever it is, put it, voice it, right? Put a name to it, whatever you need to do. There's different things, different tools, right, that works for different people. So if you need help, go ahead and reach out to a coach, reach out to a therapist, you know, find a mentor, whoever you feel like you can be comfortable enough to share what's happening. And make sure that when you're getting the feedback, though, that it aligns with what's going on, right? Because some people... They go to their friend and they get like this opinion. Uh, make sure you're you're really thinking about that, right? Don't just go to this one person and that's gospel. You know, make sure you're getting a, a, a professional's opinion of what's happening so you can move forward from that. Right. So as you as you're talking, I'm I'm hearing you uh, talk and I'm listening, and you was talk speaking about, you know, as we're making these steps to move forward. A lot of it is, is starting in our mind. And For what sure. we're thinking and paying attention to to our thoughts, and and that takes a, a different kind of mindset, you know, for a lot of people because you know, like we uh, stated uh, earlier, sometimes the things that you're doing you think is normal, you know, mm-hmm. because of the way you were brought up, or or because of the even though the traumatic uh, environment that you might be in, that might just be regular in that environment, and so yeah. oftentimes we take. You know how they say you could take the person out the hood, but not the hood out the person. You know what I mean? So we change environments, but we bring our old mindset to this new environment. You know, and so sometimes it, it takes a new mindset and a mindset uh, mindset shift. You know, to not only to fit in, in into this new environment, but to be productive in the, in a new environment. You know, so when I know that's one of the things that you deal with with mindset. So if you could give us uh, uh, one or two principles to get started with that, you know, building a different mindset, you know, once you're in a different environment or even if you're in the same environment, because like yourself, when you, you know, got out of jail, you went back to that same environment, but your mind had changed. You know what I'm saying? It was that mindset change that made you even look at your environment differently and look at yourself differently, because like you said, you realized you had value. So now that your mindset has changed, you're, you're looking at things differently. So for someone who might not be necessarily on that journey yet, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or maybe they just now started that journey. Uh, what advice would you give someone to, you know, kind of get going on that new mindset? That's a great question, King. Um, and when I think about mindset, and you're right, it takes no matter what, what you're going through, it takes a change in mindset at some um, capacity, in some capacity. Right. So when you're talking about changing your mindset completely from that scarcity or that lack mindset or survival mindset, as some would put it, you really have to start with a clean slate. So everything that's happened in the past has happened. You cannot change that. Right. So when that when you think about that, that will give you the perspective like, hey, I need to forgive myself for everything that's happened in the past. All right. So that's where you start. 
because we a lot of us harbor negative feelings about ourselves because we should have handled something differently or something has happened to us and we're saying that it's our fault forgive yourself start there start there and it's going to take some time but the first thing i love to do is to get to the point where someone can tell themselves they love their self and actually mean it so we have to figure out what that looks like for that person right what that looks like for the listener whoever's listening to this right because it's going to feel different and it's going to feel like they're going to literally get a lump in their chest if they never said that before they're going to literally freeze up they're going to literally cry like there's things that take place when you say those words and truly mean it but you may not quite be able to accept it yet so now after we forgive ourselves we got to see where your blocks are take that time within you right now it's growth time now it's no time to play games there's no time to hide we gotta address that fear head on right and that fear is fear of learning ourselves for many people right because we've been told that we were this way by society and by people we love for so long you got to learn who you truly are and who you truly want to be. So take that time. And that's time within you, with yourself. And that's scary for a lot of people. But that's what's necessary, right? Take that time. Write down what you value. Write down what you love, what matters to you, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, right? All those things. Write down some hobbies. Get to know you. That's the next step. Once you get to know you, now get to know who you want to be. Because who you want to be is going to be completely different. And once you get to know who you want to be, now imagine yourself as that person. And once you imagine yourself as that person, now you can work backwards from that, reverse engineering, right? Now walk walk yourself through, literally, what happens in a month? What happens in a, uh, a year? What happens in six months? Whatever the case may be, walk yourself through a time frame. What obstacles have you faced? Who can you depend on in this scenario, Right. Where were you? What did you do? And now you've learned some valuable lessons before you even actually took that step because your mind cannot tell the difference between your perception and your reality. So as you're walking through this, just like athletes do, right? Athletes see their their winning, game-winning free throw a million times before they actually perform it. You need to do the same in your life, right? That's a part of changing your mindset. That's about part of success mentality is to make sure you're visualizing and imagining yourself in these situations um and then after you've imagined it now it's time to get that action plan right now it can't just talk about it and see it in your mind you got to do it right so yeah. now it's time to take those steps now it's time to say yo this is what i'm going to do here because when you walk backwards you should have been setting your milestones for how you're going to achieve that main goal and that's the thing as you're doing this you're planning your goals out so now you need to write those goals and now it's time to execute so now you need to say, okay, I want to hit goal one, right? To hit goal one, I need this, this, and this, right? What resources do you need? What do you already have? What skills do you need to acquire? Maybe you need some people, maybe you need a mentor, right? And that's what you're going to do. And you're going to invest in yourself to get to that point, which is key. Don't try to do everything yourself. Find people who already have the skill set, who already have the knowledge to do what you're trying to do. Align yourself with them. You know, if you don't have money to pay, maybe that is through what I call virtual mentors. Books, right? Books is a great way to do it, right? Courses, whatever it is, whatever. Start where you are. Whatever you could do, get to that and find your virtual mentors. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel that way. 
Um, and then that way you just go and and I always challenge people to do at least one thing per day that moves them needle forward, right? Whatever their goal is, what I call revenue generating activities, which is time, money, whatever the goal is, right? You want to do one thing at least to move you closer to that. Um, and when you don't feel like it, don't go off your feeling, right? I understand, you know, rest is important and all that. But if it's not that, if you're not just burned out or need that rest, make sure you're doing one thing, not just because you want to procrastinate or you feel lazy or whatever, you feel tired. Make sure you're doing one thing for that goal, because if you really want to change your circumstances, you're going to have to put in the work, right? That's just the bottom line. There's no magic pill for this. You're going to have to put in the work. Definitely. I, I appreciate that because you just gave us, you know, a whole list of things to do, you know what I mean, from, right. from top to bottom. And one of the things that you started with um, was forgiving yourself. And I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because um, I, I was on a I was a part of a uh, forgiveness workshop mm -hmm. um, that we did a couple, uh, mm. couple weeks ago. And um, by the time this come out, we be the, did the second one. Um, but in doing that, during that uh, process, I actually wrote my first ebook, which is called uh, Self Forgiveness, you know, Forgiving Me. And one of the things that I, I talk about in that book when it comes to uh, forgiving yourself is if we look at the word self as an acronym, then it can help us to begin the process of forgiving ourselves from, for our past mistakes, right? So the S will be season of life. Like, what season of life were you in? when you made that bad decision, you know what I mean? Uh, the second will be uh, your emotional state. What was your emotional state at that time? You know, when you made that decision, um, the, the uh, L would be uh, limited information because a lot of times we make decisions based off the information that we have, but we might not have all the information. And then the F would be simply forgiving yourself by understanding that at that moment, when you made that decision, you was doing the best that you could at that time, you know. And okay. so that those steps, if you go through those steps, it'll help you to begin to forgive yourself for your past, you know, past mistakes and past things you may have done in your past to be able to move yourself forward, you know, to the to the next step. And um, yeah, I I, I came Love up that, with that, that, doing that process. Thank you. That's Thank dope. you. So. That's dope, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna make sure I try to put that as a resource, you know, in the notes, um, you know, when we when we release this. And also, uh, speaking of books, I know you mentioned uh, one of them, but I think you did you two you did two. One you yes, uh, by yourself, and one you authored uh, with some other guys. Is that right? Right, that's correct. That's correct, man. Um, so on your kingdom, uh, how to control your mindset so you control your destiny. This is my solo project, uh, and this is really tools from the journey that I, we mentioned earlier of how I came from 17 year old kid facing seven years in prison to now. Uh, and, you know, the first chapter really is forgive yourself in this book. Uh, and I, I wholeheartedly feel like you have to get to that point before you can do anything else. Uh, and this book is not just a, a book you read. It's a workbook. So you literally download a workbook along with it. And there's like 25 plus exercises that you can do. And there's also a note section in between each chapter. So anything that resonated with you, you can make sure you jot it down so you can refer to at a later date. Uh, so that's this book. Uh, and this is like, you know, it's helped hundreds of people so far. So I know uh, that it's working and it's getting the message out. And then you have all gas, no brakes. 
this is a collaborative effort with nine other authors, authors, excuse me. And this is a book of how, you know, each of us have gone through some traumatic experiences. Each of us, <coughs> excuse me, each of us have faced adversity. And this is how we've gone through that, how we overcame it. And then our, like some of our daily routines, what we do to maintain our success and elevate on different levels. Uh, so that's those two books. And then I have another uh, book slash journal called Move to Motivate. And that's another collaborative effort. And it's, it's cool because it's a journal, too. So you get to write um, in there and track your daily progress, right? Make your plans. But you also get to have notes of success from other people. And then you get quotes and all that other stuff. So it's going to be a dope concept. And that'll come out in the summer. Okay. That that sounds cool. That, that reminds yeah. me of... Uh, maybe we could put something together with that because I, I actually yeah. do shirts. So I like the shirt I have on now, which is the my deal to heal shirt. Um, but I actually have a shirt that says motivate and it has the move inside the motivate. Oh, uh, no, I seen that. I so, seen that. Yeah, I seen yeah. that on your on your thing. Yeah, but maybe we can throw some yeah. packages together. So <laughs> yeah, that sounds dope, man. I love it. That's dope. But, yeah, that's um, a great concept for yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about um because I know that. You mentioned earlier that your um, your books can be purchased, you know, on your website, and and the name of your website is what what was it again? I'm gonna make sure I say so. It right. So livenotloathe.com, just like my app, right? Dot okay. com slash shop, right? So you can just go ahead and get anything: my apparel, my books. Uh, I have a daily journal myself, and then anything else, I, any other products I, I create uh, will be posted on there. Uh, so yeah, so, just go to go there. So let's talk a little bit a little bit about that because the the name is different, you know, right. within itself. Because I remember uh, when I was trying to look you up, I kept saying spelling it wrong and stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, so tell me right. a little bit about that. How you even came up with that name and what's the concept uh, behind that? Right. So the concept really is um, I originally formed this company, Live Not Load, in 2017, and. Um, that was like I was still deployed at the time. And the concept was like I didn't want to use the word hate. Right. But I know that there are people who literally cannot stand their day to day. Right? There is so mundane. They're going through the same process. They have zero joy. Right. So the word that uh, came to mind was loathe. Like they loathe life. They cannot stand what they do. They have no joy. Right. They forgot what they like. Um, all those things, right? And they just like, man, another day, like, damn, I got to do this again, right? And it's like Groundhog Day, but not in a good way. Um, right. So the the to flip that on its head, I put live, right? People are alive, but they're not truly living. They're not enjoying life. They're not going through the process and feeling like they have a life they don't need a vacation from. Um, you know, they're not waking up invigorated. They're not waking up ready to attack the day. So that's why it's live not loathe. And I did the not intentionally. I wanted um, kind of like a, a, a contradiction, right? Live mm -hmm. low, right? It's contradictory. And that's what I was looking for with the name because I wanted people to see it as a transformation, right? When you live not loathe, you're changing your mindset and you're controlling that destiny. And that's exactly one of the, what I wanted to embody in the name of the company. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So before we get out of here, uh, uh, just thinking about what you just said with with um having that transition from 
um, loathing to living. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about mindset, a change of mindset. Um, but mm-hmm. another thing that I know that you talk about, which I also have to deal with as part of that uh, circle of, of, of change is uh, self-perception. Uh, Right. right. And how a person sees themselves, which a lot of time is our, our biggest enemy, because the way we look at the what we see when we look in the mirror, yes. you know what I mean? And, and I've had this conversation with a, a couple of people lately, you know, um, not just talking about self-esteem, but just how you see yourself personally. And when you see yourself, you know your story. Right. right. So you know, your decisions that you have made in the past, you know, your hang ups, you know, uh, you know, the mistakes that you made. So For sometimes sure. when we look in the mirror and we see ourselves, that perception that we see is all our mistakes first. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. even with that, that same perception is not what someone else sees on the outside. You know, like I may see you for the first time and see something completely different because I don't know your mistakes. You know, right. I don't know all the things that you may have done in your past. So having that mindset to work on, you know, how is it that we perceive ourselves, how we see ourselves definitely would be a great, uh, uh, definitely a part of that that circle of learning to live and not load. So when you're, sure. when, you, when you're talking with someone, you know, and, and encouraging them and, and instructing them, I guess you would say, or coaching them on that uh, uh, change in perception, what would be mm-hmm. something that you would give them uh, uh, to do or want them to look at to be able to see that the transformation that they're trying to get? Yeah, great question, man. And I like to call that whole phrase of, of not being able to see yourself as the person you truly are inside or looking at yourself as your mistakes is I like to call it perception dysmorphia. You know, we hear about body dysmorphia where someone looks at them and they look great to us, but in, in the mirror, they look out of shape and all that stuff. Um, I call it the same thing for perception, right? When someone can be fantastic externally, like we look at them, we hold them in high esteem and all those things, but internally they have the exact opposite perception. Um, you know, what first they need to do, uh, I always tell people, like when you look at yourself in a in a negative light, one you need to reframe that, right? Reframe those perspectives uh, because if you're saying one thing, right? If you're saying uh, I can't do this or I'm bad at this, one you're already discounting yourself. So you could say like I'm working on being better at this, right? It's how you speaking to yourself. One you want to change how you speak, change how you think about yourself instead of saying like oh. You know, like I say, even me, I said I I suffer from PTSD, right? As it's it's a it's a it's a, a lifelong sentence. It's a life sentence. Like that's just me. That's a part of me, right? That's a, that I could I could have changed that, right? Instead of saying I suffer from PTSD, you I could say I've experienced it, right? Make mm-hmm. it a, a past tense because it's not happening currently. So those types of things are things we have to be conscious of. And for someone who has a negative perception of themselves. Um, outside of talking to themselves, they have to go ahead and I like to say, you know, reframe. So if, if I'm looking at myself in this way, this is the negative column, right? These are all the things I look at myself. Now you got to find some strengths. What are your strengths? These are your weaknesses. These are the things you don't like. What do you like about yourself? So you got to find some of those things, you know, ask yourself, like, take some time. Like, these are my pros. These are my cons in my perspective. And then you also, you know, people who love you, Ask them, like, what do I do well? Get some of their um, insights. You know, that's 
that's something that can count towards you because if you value their opinion, right, and they say, hey, yeah, I love that you're this, that, and that, that might help you. Um, uh, and then another thing you could do is make sure you look in the mirror, spend some time in the mirror, literally. Spend some time in the mirror, right? Look at yourself. Get comfortable. Get real comfortable because we don't like looking in our own eyes. Until we don't even like we look away, we're like, man, I, let me let me go check my phone, man. Like I'm looking at like you know, and and really look at yourself, get comfortable with you, and find out like when you're looking in the mirror, think about, be mindful of your thoughts, be aware of your thoughts. What are you saying to yourself? Are you speaking negatively? Are you be like, man, you just trash like this and that? Find out what you're saying, and then I want you to literally outwardly. Say everything that dispels the negative thoughts you just said to yourself, you know, like, and then think of some affirmations. And I want to put this out there. Affirmations only work if you believe them, right? Mm -hmm. Only work if they vibe with you. So you can't steal someone else's affirmations or borrow, as I would like to say. You have to make sure if you take those, make them yours. Speak in your own language. Um, and David Goggins has another thing um, called the accountability mirror. He's a Navy SEAL. He's done all types of things. He's like a, a military god, right? Yeah, I, I know. I know uh, right. So, yeah, he had the book, I Can't Hurt Me, right? So he has this thing called accountability there. Write post-it notes, right, to yourself where you stick it on there and really speak to yourself in a way. What do you want to change? What What is it about yourself that, that you think is so bad, <laughs> right? Um, and if it's a confidence thing, like I said, you at some point you got to challenge yourself, right? Challenge yourself to... Become the person that you that you want to be, and then start thinking like that person. You're no longer the old you. Right? At some point, when you decide, "Hey, I'm this person now," then that's you. And now you got to act like that. Hey, I'm somebody who's super confident. You want to publicly speak? I'm someone who's publicly speaking on stages with a thousand people. You're gonna say this, and then you're gonna do it. You're gonna take that step, whether it's joining Toastmasters, whatever it is. Take one step. Identify, like I said earlier. One thing each day that will take you out of your comfort zone so you can become comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens. Man, I, I definitely appreciate that. Man, no Javon, Javon, I'm I, I'm grateful to have you on, man. I'm glad that you took the time to, to come on this uh, podcast and even, you know, speak with my people. I definitely, again, uh, thank you for your service. Um, yes, and definitely being in the family. Uh, myself with people that have served. I myself didn't serve, but definitely my father did, my sons did. So I'm I'm definitely grateful as, and definitely thankful up, for bro. those that are, that is able to make it back home. You know. Uh, so again, I, I thank you for your for your service, man. I thank you for everything that that you've you know dropped the knowledge you dropped on us, man. I, I definitely appreciate it. I'm gonna let you have the last sir uh, last say. You know, you yes, can leave sir. us with some kind of word of encouragement or you know however you feel. But definitely give us. Um, you know, your website, give us all your social media handles where we know where we can get in contact with you and definitely um, contact you in order to, to have you work with us as a coach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And first and foremost, you did serve, man. The family serves, too. So thank you for your service as well. Uh, and just thank you for, like I said earlier, just creating this platform and, and being uh, genuine, uh, being authentic, being real, talking about your experiences with depression and everything and sharing that. Um, and letting everyone know it's okay to not be okay, uh, first and foremost. Uh, and then as far as me, uh, what I want to say to people is just, you have to believe, and it really starts with you, right? You have to be accountable for your life, 
Um, and that starts with believing. If you tell yourself each day that you can't, then you're right. Henry Ford said this, right? If you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're right. So think you can and really move towards that. Give yourself the opportunity to succeed. Uh, that's what I would say. And to follow me or find me or connect with me, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Just search Live Not Loathe. That's L-I-V-E-N-O-T-L-O-A-T-H-E. Um, or you can go to livenotloathe.com and you can check me out on there and I'll respond. You can uh, just sign up for our newsletter, whatever it is, DM me. I'll respond personally. I'm responding to you. So hit me up. I look forward to speaking with you. And that's it. That's how we're going to end it. Again, Javon, thank sure. you so much for, for being on. Thank all my listeners for tuning in and, uh, you know, listening to the podcast. If you guys haven't, go to Spotify. Leave us a, a, a rating. That definitely helps us out. Make sure that you are subscribing to all of our um, platforms. And you never know. You could be our super subscriber win a $100. Just like that, mm. you know what I mean? Just for doing something that you want to do anyway, which is listen to the podcast. So definitely check that out. Um, again, this is Ernest James. This is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And our mission is to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. To deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. So until next time, we'll see you next week. Hey, guys. I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line that's 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730. In order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right? See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.